Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Today's podcast is going to have a ton of idioms for you that all have to do with talking. Today's podcast is a video podcast, so if you're listening, you can also watch on Spotify. My name's Kayla, I'm an American English teacher, and the English Vocabulary Help Podcast will help you understand and speak like a native English speaker. Let's get started with all of these idioms. There's about 45 in today's lesson. I hope that you enjoy them. Our first four idioms describe people's ways of talking. The first idiom is to speak your mind. If someone speaks their mind, it means they're not afraid to tell the truth. They're not afraid to tell what they're thinking about. If you tell someone something very serious, maybe you tell them that you are going to move away to a different country and you look at them and they look a little sad, but they say, oh, congratulations. You might say, hey, speak your mind. What are you thinking right now? If you tell someone to speak their mind, it means you want to know what they're thinking and what's on their mind. Another way that you can describe the way that someone's talking is to say that they are talking up a storm. If someone is very passionate in an English conversation, they are probably talking up a storm. You're very enthusiastic and you're very excited when you're talking up a storm. Sometimes when I teach English, I start to talk up a storm because I get very excited about what I'm teaching, but sometimes I need to slow down so that English learners can understand me and can ask questions. So when you're excited, you are talking up a storm. I find it annoying, especially when teachers talk over someone's head. When you talk over someone's head, it means you're using very technical vocabulary, very advanced vocabulary that you know they won't exactly understand. And when you're talking over someone's head, they're not going to be able to understand you. If someone is speaking to you about a very complex topic, let's say they're talking about something very scientific that you don't understand. And you say, you're talking way over my head right now. This means that you need them to use simpler language so that you can understand what they're saying. Have you ever met someone that can talk until they are blue in the face? This means they can talk like they don't have to breathe. They just keep talking and talking and talking. And it's like they don't even take a moment to breathe and their face would turn blue if they don't breathe. So if you want to describe someone that cannot stop talking and talks a lot, you can say they talk until they are blue in the face. Let's move on to some idioms to help you describe types of conversations. Have you ever had a very emotional, very heartfelt conversation and you feel like you really connect to someone about something very emotional? This is called a heart to heart. When you have a heart-to-heart -heart with someone, you're talking about your deep feelings and you're revealing all of your emotions to them. Sometimes if you have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with someone, 
you might even end up shedding a tear. You might end up crying because it's so emotional. Have you ever met a person that wants to argue with you and have a disagreement and they just want to keep talking and talking about that disagreement? Well, this is called talking in circles. When you know that you won't agree with someone about an issue that you're having, but you guys keep talking about it and discussing your opinions about it again and again and again, you feel like you're talking in a circle. You feel like the conversation keeps repeating itself. If you're talking in circles, you're not really making any progress about the issue that you're discussing. Another really annoying type of conversation is when you feel like you're talking to a wall. If you feel like you're talking to a wall, it means you feel like someone is not listening to you. You might as well be talking to the wall rather than to a person because they're not listening and they're not having a conversation with you. They're just sitting there with a blank face. How about those people that can never stop talking about work? If you're out at dinner with people and you're supposed to be celebrating something and you're not supposed to be talking about work, or business, you're supposed to be having fun, you can say, let's stop talking shop. To talk shop means to talk about work or business at a social event that is not for that purpose. If it's not appropriate to talk about work at that moment, you can tell someone to stop talking shop. A really good idiom to describe a casual conversation and a pleasant conversation. I've taught this idiom before in a video prior, but you can say that you are shooting the breeze. If you're shooting the breeze with someone, you're just talking about light topics. You are not discussing religion or politics or work. You're just maybe talking about your weekend plans, the weather outside. Maybe you're talking about your kids or you're talking about just some fun topic. This is called shooting the breeze. So you could say something like, I was shooting the breeze for a full hour before we even started talking about business and before we started talking shop. This would be using two idioms in one conversation. This next idiom is one that I have been using a different way than what I found in dictionaries online. And the idiom is called table talk. Now you might think this idiom just means to speak to someone at a table. Maybe over a meal, you're just having table talk. And I think that you can use this idiom in this way. The way that I grew up using this English idiom as a native speaker in the United States is when people are playing a card game and you're not supposed to be telling your partner in the card game what cards you have, but you're giving them sort of clues. You say, hmm, I really like hearts. I like diamonds. I like kings. You're telling them what cards you have in your hand, even though you're not supposed to be. That's called table talk. And in my family, if someone is doing table talk, we say, hey, no table talk. The most common way to say that you're having a very casual conversation about not super meaningful or important topics is to say that you are having small talk. So the art of small talk is very important because that's sometimes how you show people that you're friendly and that you're trying to be friends with them by having some small talk about the weather or their family or their weekend plans. Oftentimes, English learners will ask me to talk them through a conversation or talk them through a vocabulary word, what the meaning is. If you talk someone through something, so talk through it, 
you are teaching them about it. You are going through all the steps that they need in order to be successful at whatever you're teaching them. So talk through is an important idiom to know if you want to ask someone to teach you about something. You can say, can you talk me through this? Maybe you don't understand how to use the present perfect tense in English. You can say, could you talk me through present perfect tense? So if you ever wanna ask someone a question, just ask them to talk it with you. We have so many phrases in English to say that someone talks a lot. Let's go over a few of those phrases right now. Sometimes if you have just talked and talked all day, you can say you are talked out. We use this sort of phrase to describe many things that we are sick of doing that we no longer want to do because we have done it so much. Let's say you watch a ton of Netflix one weekend and you've been sitting on the couch watching Netflix all day, you can say, I am Netflixed out. This means that you don't want to watch anymore because you've been watching it so much. So if you're talked out, it means you've been talking for so long that you no longer want to talk anymore. I was so talked out after going to a family reunion because I was speaking with all of my family members and telling them about what's going on in my life. At the end of the day, I did not want to talk anymore. I was talked out. At the same time, when someone does not stop talking and you want them to stop talking, you're sick of listening to them, you can say that they have talked your ear off. They have just talked my ear off today. I went over to my friend's house and she just talked my ear off. She wouldn't stop telling me about all her problems, her boyfriend, her work, her medical problems. She totally just talked my ear off. Now, this is just an example. I don't have a friend like this, but if you are sick of hearing someone talk, you can say they talked your ear off. Now, these next two idioms mean the exact same thing. The first way that you can say that someone is talking a long time about a really boring topic or they're talking way too much about a certain topic is to say that they are dragging on about it. In this last example I was talking about, say I have a friend that keeps talking about her boyfriend and saying he's not very nice, he doesn't pay attention, um, he doesn't clean up his clothes, things like this. She is dragging on about her boyfriend. You can also say that she is droning on about her boyfriend. It just means that they're talking way too much about a boring topic and you don't want to hear about it anymore. So if you said to someone, you are dragging on about this, it could potentially be rude. It means that you don't want to hear what they have to say anymore. These next three phrases, I guarantee you will hear native English speakers use. They are kind of used when someone is talking nonsense. They're saying things that don't make sense or they're making up excuses or just things that you think are really silly, kind of stupid, you don't want to hear. If you want to be kind of rude to them and say what you're saying makes no sense right now, you can say blah, blah, blah. Or you can also say yakety yak. That just means like you're talking and I'm not listening. A third way we actually say this sometimes is to say yada, yada, yada. So blah, 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 yakety yak, and yada, yada, yada all mean the same thing. Here's a couple of more common phrases that you'll hear native English speakers say. They're sayings. The first one is to strike up a conversation. Now this idiom does not have the word talk in it, but it's important. It's in this theme of this lesson. If you strike up a conversation, 
it means that you are starting a conversation. And it usually means that you're starting a conversation with a stranger. So I saw someone on the street, they looked really friendly, so I struck up a conversation. You wouldn't use this idiom to say, I struck up a conversation with my best friend. This is just usually used when you're striking it up with someone that you don't talk to often or a stranger. Okay, this next idiom is super advanced, but I want you to really understand how it's used because you'll hear native speakers use this and it's a little bit confusing. So listen carefully. If you hear someone say, talk about cranky or talk about angry or talk about stupid, you can pretty much put anything after you put talk about. You're saying that whatever the person just did is a classic example of whatever you're saying they did. So talk about stupid. If you are at work and you are talking to a close friend and you think whatever the boss just said is really stupid, maybe they said, from now on, you guys all have to be at work one hour early and you don't get paid extra. You can say, talk about stupid, or you could say, talk about cheap. Maybe you're saying that your boss is cheap. Well, you wouldn't want to say this to their face, but if you're saying this to your friend, you're saying this is a classic example of someone that is stupid or someone that is cheap. Or talk about rude. This means that someone is very rude. So if you hear a native English speaker say talk about something, it means that whatever just happened or whatever the person just did is a classic example of that adjective or that Thing. I hope that these examples help you understand this phrase because it's a really good one and it's a really natural phrase that's used by English speakers. We have a ton of idioms that are used to say that someone is persuading others to do things. If you persuade someone, it means you're convincing them to do something. If you dissuade someone, it means that you are convincing them not to do something. So you can persuade and dissuade. So some of these are persuading and some of these are dissuading. So first, talk your way out of. If you talk your way out of something, it means that you have talked in such a convincing way that you don't have to do something that someone was trying to get you to do. And it's usually something that is unpleasant or undesirable. For instance, you could talk your way out of paying for something. Let's say you went to a restaurant like Chipotle and you asked for guacamole and they say, okay, that's 50 cents extra. And you say, well, I just need a little bit. Um, you don't have to charge me today. I come here all the time. Come on, we're friends. And they say, all right, well, today it's free. You talked your way out of paying for guacamole. Guacamole famously costs extra when you go to restaurants. So that's where that example comes from. So this is the most common way that we say that we talked in a way that we didn't have to do something that we didn't want to do is we talked our way out of. So another way that you can talk your way out of something is by sweet talking someone. It's kind of like the example I just used, except for you're being very disgenuine. You're not being genuine of what you're saying. You're giving a lot of compliments. You're telling the person something that they like to hear, but it's not really what you think. You're just saying it to convince them to let you out of something or to do something for you. So you're sweet talking them. 
So sometimes children will tell their parents, oh, I'll clean my room, I'll brush my teeth, I'll help out with dinner if I can have some candy. They are trying to sweet talk you. They are just saying that they'll do these things so that they can literally get something sweet. Now this next one is annoying to me. I hate when people fast talk. I hate when people just fast talk to get some. So the classic example for this one is going to buy a car. Car salespeople, so the people that sell cars in the United States are famous for fast talking. This means that they talk so much and they talk so fast that you feel a lot of pressure to buy something. Or if someone's fast talking, you can feel a lot of pressure to do something. So maybe the car salesman says something like, oh, this engine is really good and this car is really great. Um, this car will last forever. You're getting such a great deal. And you feel like so much pressure because you don't even have time to think about what they're saying. That means they're fast talking you. Have you ever had to talk sense into someone? When you talk sense into someone, it means that you are trying to tell them things so that they don't make a huge mistake. I've had to talk sense into people so that they don't buy things that they don't need. Or maybe you go to the mall with a friend and they want to buy something that's really trendy. Maybe they want to buy a ridiculous, fur coat and you think that you need to talk some sense into them so that they don't make the mistake of buying such an expensive coat that doesn't really look good on them. This is called talking sense into someone. Have you ever noticed that you can get people to do things very easily if you offer some money? We have a phrase for this in English and the phrase is money talks. When you say money talks, it means money convinces people to do things. So back in my day working at a restaurant, if you wanted the day off but you were already working on the schedule, you could offer people some money to take your shift, to take the time that you were supposed to work. And if you do this, you say, money talks, does anyone wanna work for me on Saturday for $20? This just means that I'll pay you money, I'll try to convince you with some money. Because most of the time, people do not just want to work for fun, especially at a restaurant. Probably the most common way to say that you are going to convince someone or persuade someone to do something is to say that you are going to talk them into it. If you talk someone into something, it means that you are going to convince them to do it. You're going to give them good reasons and you're going to tell them why it's good and get them to do it. So if you want someone to pick you up, to give you a ride in their car for free to the airport, let's say, you could say, come on, it will be really fun to ride together. I'll owe you a favor. And if they do it, you talked them into it. You convinced them to do it. The opposite of talking someone into something is to talk someone out of something. This means you convince the person not to do it. So someone might say, I'm going to get a tattoo. You could try to talk someone out of it. This means you're trying to convince them not to get a tattoo. When I was 18, I wanted to get a tattoo because all of my friends were getting tattoos and I didn't really have a significant tattoo in mind, but I was just going to get something. Luckily, I just talked myself out of it. I did not get a tattoo. I still don't have any tattoos, and nothing against tattoos, but if you don't have a significant idea, something that's very meaningful to get permanently on your body, I'm gonna try to talk you out of getting it. 
We also have a lot of idioms in English to say that people's words may not be meaningful. They might say that they're going to do things, but they're not actually going to do it. The first one also relates to money. The phrase is talk is cheap. If you say that talk is cheap, it means that even though a person is saying they're going to do something or they're promising they're going to do something, it's not very meaningful. It's cheap. So you could say that maybe your boss has been very rude at work, but they promised you that they're going to be nice, they're going to treat you respectfully, and your friend doesn't believe that, they could say, well, talk is cheap. I'm sure they said they were going to do that, but maybe they are not actually going to do that. Talk is cheap. People need to back up their words with their actions. Another phrase that almost means the exact same thing is to say, they talk a good game. Now, usually you use this phrase when someone is saying, I can do all of these things. I'm so great at running. I'm so great at lifting weights. I'm super strong. And you don't think they actually work out. You don't even think they could run a mile. You could say they talk a good game. This means they talk like they are good at something. They're really convincing but I don't think that they actually are. They talk a good game. The exact same meaning, but a different phrase is to say they're all talk. If you want to say that someone is not actually threatening, maybe they're threatening you with violence. They're saying, I am going to beat you up if you don't pay me money, something like that. That's a strange example, but you could say they're all talk. Don't worry about them. They just talk, they don't actually act on their words. They do not do the things that they say they're going to do. I love this English phrase. It's talk the talk, walk the walk. Now, this can be used to describe someone that not only talks like they can do things, but they can also walk the walk. They can actually do those things. So you could say that I talk the talk and I walk the walk. This means I say I can do really good things, I say I'm very talented, and I walk the walk. I am very talented. So you can use this as two phrases, he talks the talk. This means he does not walk the walk. Or you can say, I walk the walk. This means that I'm very talented, I can do exactly as I say I can do. Two English phrases that are related to knowledge are they know what they are talking about and they don't know what they're talking about. So if someone knows what they're talking about, if we use this phrase to describe them, it means they're very educated on the topic at hand. If you want to say that someone does not know what they're talking about, it means that they know nothing about it. They're just talking, but don't believe what they say because they don't know what they're talking about. If you want to compliment someone and say that they are super helpful, and super knowledgeable, you can say they really know what they're talking about. Have you ever heard the word hypocrite? Hypocrite is the English word for someone who says that they believe something, but they do not act like they believe it. So they'll tell you that you should be doing something and that it's good to do that thing, but they don't do it themselves. You can call them a hypocrite. You could say something like, you said that it's really good to recycle plastic, plastic bottles. But you threw the bottle in the trash. You're such a hypocrite. 
This means that you say to other people they should do something, but you do not take the effort to do that very same thing. So these phrases are all used to call someone a hypocrite. You can first say, you're one to talk. This means that whatever the person is saying, they don't actually do. They should not be the one to be talking about it. Let's say that there is a parent and they have a kid that they let eat candy, they let them eat junk food, uh, a ton of sugar, they let them drink pop, whatever. It's not good for young children to have all this sugar. And they tell another parent, you really shouldn't let your kid eat that. The other parent could say to them, you're one to talk because they know that they let their kid eat whatever they want. This means that you're a hypocrite. You should not be telling me this because you don't actually do it. You can also say, you shouldn't talk. This is kind of a rude kind of confrontational way to say that you can't talk about this because you don't do this either. You are not knowledgeable about this and you're just giving me advice that you don't actually do in your own life. So you can say, you shouldn't talk or you can say, you should talk. This means the exact same thing. You can either say you shouldn't talk or you should talk. It's basically telling the person that even though they're being critical, it applies to them as well. And the last phrase that means the exact same thing as these three is to say, look who's talking. This is just a fun, playful way to say that whatever is being said, whatever is being criticized or insulted, also applies to the person that's talking. Look who's talking. If you want to describe someone who is talking disrespectfully, they may be insulting you, you can say that they are talking trash. This can also just be called trash talk. Often in sports, when two players are insulting each other on the court or on the field, or if you're watching fighting and the two fighters are insulting each other, they're saying, you're terrible, you're terrible. They are talking trash, or you can call it trash talk. Another phrase that means the exact same thing is to talk smack. You can say, they were talking smack to me. This means they're insulting you and they were being very rude. This next one is not really used in sports, but if someone is talking to you like you are stupid, which I find to be very disrespectful, especially if you're speaking English and you're an English learner, you're not stupid, but someone's talking down to you. Maybe they're talking really slow and really loud and they're saying, oh my goodness, do you know what this word means? That's really annoying, I'm sorry. They are talking down to you. They're talking to you like you're stupid. So don't let anyone talk down to you. When children talk to their parents or they talk to their teacher or any other adult in a disrespectful or rude way, we call that talking back. So you could say, don't talk back to me, I am your mother. Or don't talk back to your teacher, be respectful to her. This means to kind of respect the authority that an adult has over the child. So instead of arguing with the teacher or arguing with the mother, you say, don't talk back. And if you want to say that a child is rude or disrespectful when an adult asks them to do something, you could say that they use back talk. It means the exact same thing. I really like these next two English phrases. They're super natural and they're super common. If you want to agree with someone or say that you like what they're saying, you can say, now you're speaking my language. This again is an idiom. It's not literal because everyone's speaking English in this conversation. If you've been having a conversation 
and you don't really understand what's going on in the conversation and then someone just starts talking and you really understand it, you can say, now you're speaking my language. This means now we're on the same page. I know what you're saying. Or you can use this to agree with someone like, let's go, we should go get some barbecue to eat. You can say, now you're speaking my language. That means that you really like what they just said and you agree. Another phrase that has a similar meaning is to say, now we're talking. If you say, now we're talking, it means you're very enthusiastic about what they're saying. So you might hear someone say, let's get pizza. And you say, now we're talking. This means, let's talk about pizza more. I'm really excited about it too. Thank you guys so much for watching this English lesson with me. My name's Kayla. Let me know your favorite idiom from today's English lesson down below in the comments or leave me a message. I would love to hear from you. Make sure to subscribe to this channel. I teach natural English and I teach all sorts of English lessons here. I also have an Instagram at English with Kayla that you can follow for more daily English lessons. I'll see you guys in the next English lesson. Thanks for studying with me today. Best of luck learning English.